This broadcast is part of the IC Robots Radio Network. Visit icrobots.com for this and many other nerd slash nostalgia related podcasts. You won't be sorry for long. Welcome to the Toys R Us report, recorded live from inside the Pooptronic Cellular Undersea Base 0001, 6.5 miles below the ocean surface. When you bust caps, make sure they kryptonite caps, because he's the man of steel swatting bullets like gnats. He's your host, Icy Robots. If you're looking for me, you better check under the sea. It is your dude, I see robots, and I am not a hero, but I do sacrifice a bit of my week each and every week to make your week a bit less weak. And this week, dudes, it's going to get so much less weak. This is, this is going to be one of the biggest episodes of all time. We're going to go and broadcast live from down here up to Johnny Court, where I am going to be on trial. But first, let me see. Uh, I got this one from MC Kate and Iceberg. I got a... Hold it now. Check one, check two. Check one, check two. Flushing MCs down the loo. If you don't believe me, bring your pussy, bring your crew. Feel free to hate, cause I ain't tryna be your mate. Be serious, you wouldn't last an hour in my shoe. It's an S jazz, and not the only one. Trainers by the truckloads, trainers by the tone. You are listening to the Toys R Us Report. We stay sweet as a nut, sweet like Tropicana. When the word hits, your head splits like banana. Alright, it is me, and we are back. Big shout out to Iceberg, big shout out to MC Kate, makes the mic disintegrate. I have heard, I have heard rumblings. I probably shouldn't say anything about this, but I... I have heard from somebody who's in the know that Sleeping Bag Records, the famous New York record label that, uh, that released such hot acts as, uh, Mantronic, Just Ice, the legendary EPMD, has been taking a look at, uh, MC Kate. I don't know, man. There may be, there may something, uh, might, uh, something might be in the works. I don't know what just happened right there. I, my brain fell apart for a second. I just started looking off into space, man, thinking about things. This is, uh... This is a big one. This is episode 200. That means I've been doing this for like, I don't know, a while. I've uh, gone ahead and put out 200 of these things like, like in a row. And I guess that's an accomplishment of some sort. I I look back upon the, these years with fondness. I I think back to when I, you know, I started doing the show like all the way back in the olden days, dude. I was like using my phone. At one point, I recall doing an episode like on my phone in my closet because I thought that was a... That was a good spot to to record at, it seemed. I don't know. I think I heard Drake say that he recorded in the closet at one point. So I decided, hey, man, I'll do the same thing. But, um, you know, now we are here deep under the sea. And who would have thought the uh, 
Who'd have thought the journey would have taken us here? It's just wild, wild, wild times. I want you guys to know that I'm super happy that each and every one of you uh, out there is giving me the chance to uh, invade your ears with what I hope is positive thought and action. That's that's one of our mantras here. I hope that we're I hope we're bringing some some good things into your life, and I hope that I hope you consider this to be time well spent. I I definitely appreciate the time, though. I I know there's like a million other things out there. There's a million fun things in the world, you know, and I, you know, you could be doing anything. You could be outside shooting hoops. You could be watching baseball. You could be watching a uh, Blu-ray. Wait, those are the, uh, that's the things that I do. You could be doing whatever it is that you do. You could be like building a diorama or maybe playing a video game or going through your CD collection looking for something fun. But you, you choose to spend the time with us down here on the ocean's floor. And that's, that's really nice of you. This is going to be a different a different kind of a format this episode. We're going to do that live feed to Johnny Court. And I honestly don't know how that's going to go. So I think I'm going to go ahead and get some of the news out of the way now. Because I don't know, I don't know production-wise what the future is going to bring. You know, I don't know if that's going to bring us to the end of the show. I don't know how long it's going to take. I've never, I've never done like a, a broadcast onto a, a TV show before. I don't know. So we're going to, we're going to be rather safe than sorry. And talk about some of the things going on in the, uh, in the uh, universe right now, the IC Robots Radio Universe. Let's, uh, let's see, where should we start? How about Migos? Migo Meat was this past week. Let's start with toys, because, you know, this is a, uh, this is a podcast about toys. And, like, toys exclusively. So let's, um, let's see. Migo Meat was this past week. It was, it was in Columbus, Ohio. Migo Meat is, of course, the big Migo convention put on by the Migo Museum. It's, uh, it's official, man. There's a ton of good vendors. And this is where Marty Abrams goes to drop the news for the next year, and I got, I got the news hot off the presses from the, Amigo uh, Museum account, they, they got a ton of great new licenses this year, the, the biggest, I think, is probably, they're gonna do a whole bunch of 8-inch DC Comics figures, there, there were some on display at Mego Meet, but you weren't allowed to take pictures of them because they haven't been proved yet, but from what people say, they saw Wonder Woman, they saw Superman, they saw the John Stewart Green Lantern, and they saw Batman, and the Batman was in gray. He was in gray and black, like the uh, first, the first uh, 15-inch Mego Batman in the, in the big comeback. I think that's awesome. These are going to be exclusive to, I think, I think this is what people are saying right now. These are going to be exclusive to three retailers. I think it's Kohl's, I think it's Hot Topic, and I don't remember what the other one was. And people are saying they might be packaged in window boxes. Not on cards. This is dope, dude. This will get me out there looking. I I already got a Batman, but I definitely could do with a Superman. I could definitely do with a Wonder Woman. People are saying these looked amazing. The The second biggest story they dropped was there's going to be a new a new style of Mego bodies. Migos are kind of held together by rubber bands. And they're, they're awesome, but they're going to go with a more... A more solid construction. And they're going to up it to like 20 points of articulation. So that's... That's great that they're going to do that, and they're going to stay at the same price point. Amazing, Migo, you you came through again. They got another license. They're going to be doing Lord of the Rings. People saw two two Lord of the Rings characters. I do not remember which ones they were. I'm not I'm not much of a uh, Tolkien scholar. I gotta I gotta admit I've never read Lord of the Rings. I saw one of the movies, but I don't know which one that it was. I think it was the second one. I liked it enough. I just, I don't know. I didn't get into it too much. Too much CGI for my taste. But uh, that's cool, man. That's going to be a popular one, too. Dudes are dudes are nuts for that Lord of the Rings stuff. While we're on Lord of the Rings, you know that I, 
that I got that um that small free library in front of my house up on the uh, up on the Earth base. One of the deals is you can take as many books as you want, take as much as you want, take them, keep them, bring them back if you want. I am more than happy to restock at any time. I love to put things out there, but you can also, if you want, put things in. And this past week, somebody put a uh, a nice new copy of Lord of the Rings in there. So. I think that's dope. Some neighborhood kid's gonna get uh, indoctrinated into the world of Professor Tolkien through uh, through the uh, library project. That's great. Another another property is they have the rights to Rocky. How great is that? The the Sylvester Stallone flick. People saw they saw Rocky, they saw Apollo, they saw Drago, and they also saw a second Rocky with with a black eye. This is great. I am so excited. I knew that. I knew that they were doing Rocky, but I wasn't sure. I think we talked about this last episode. We weren't sure whether it was going to just be Rocky Balboa himself or if they were going to expand it out. But it looks like they're going to expand it out. So that is awesome. Someone else reported that they saw a Picard, a John Luke Picard, and I cannot remember who the who the second 8-inch was. The Rockies are going to be 8-inch, which is which is the optimal Mego size, if you ask me. That gives you... That gives you the chance to compete in the Amigo Fighting Championship. None of the 15-inchers can get in there. That wouldn't that wouldn't be fair. What else was reported out of Amigo Meet? Somebody else reported that there are going to be the two the two remaining KISS figures. People saw the Starman and the Cat. No, it's not the Starman. It's the Cat and somebody else. I don't recall. But they're going to complete the 8-inch KISS, which is nice. Because I, I got the first two. And it's kind of... It's kind of weak to have like your Paul Stanley and your Gene Simmons and not the, not the uh, Peter Chris and the the other guys. So that's great. Somebody saw um, some of the some of the Star Trek 15 inchers that they're gonna put out there. There was a head of a 15 inch Frankenstein on display. That's one I would be all over. That would be such a great Halloween display, wouldn't it? A 15 inch Mego Frankenstein just. Just magnificent. Imagine imagine a world, and this is possible. Imagine a world where we're going to get a 15-inch glow-in-the-dark head, Mego Frankenstein. Who would have thought it, dude? This is, this is the greatest day of all the days of all the times recently. We're living, in, we're living in a good time, man. There's a lot of fun stuff to look forward to. What else is going on? This is wild. This is like the last section of the show, but this is like the first section. I, I went to the flea market this past weekend. That's not, that's not news. That's just a uh, fact of life. I, I started off hot, man. This was, uh, this was a good one. This guy, this guy, the cowboy was there and he brings out, I don't even know what this stuff is, dude. It's like house clean out stuff. It's, it's just like boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of just like whatever. I, I have found some of the most interesting, weirdest stuff there. Pictures, I don't even know. Just the weirdest, the weirdest, coolest stuff. And this week, I I was pretty stoked, man. I found two, two mint-on-cards Fisher-Price Little People vehicles. One of them is the, it's a fire truck with the fireman. It's great. The other one is a police car with the policeman. I don't have any mint-on-card Little People stuff. I... I do have the Sesame Street Playhouse in the box, but it's been opened. I don't have anything that is sealed like this. It's great. I am so, I am so excited. Something like this only goes for like 20, 25 bucks. So it's not like super valuable, but it is, it is really great because I'm super duper duper fond of Fisher Price a little people. Let me, let me tell you the story of how I came upon this stuff. It'll be, it'll be brief. Don't worry. I was, 
I was poking around, and my man Ezra was also poking around. He's this rockabilly dude. He's a flea market vendor type. Cool guy. I like him. He always always has good stuff. I bought a lot of things from him in the past. He's a bit of a bit of a family friend, but he's he's picking around, and he shows me, hey, let me show you what I found, and he showed me a mint on card, a little person vehicle. I can't recall what it was, but I seem to think it was an ambulance, but I'm not, I'm not sure. He only gave me a glance. He was trying to tempt me. He's like, I'm going to tempt you with this, and I I was like, that's dope. And he goes, yeah, I found it over there, right? And he starts pointing to the place. So I went over to where he was and I dug around and I found one. I found one and I said, hey, look, dude, I got one too. And he made this stink face like, ugh. And then I, I was digging around again and I'm like, I found another one. Oh my gosh, I found two. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to upset him. I didn't want him to make the stink face again. So I just, I just put it in my box and I stepped. It was good though. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. What do you think, though, as far as me digging around where he found the things? Because I don't know if he was going to go back and he was going to look some more or what. But I I don't think he had any right to stake a claim on the area. And he never did try to do anything like that. But by, but by making that stink face, I could see that it hurt him that I that I found these. But I don't know, man. I'm a Fisher-Price little people aficionado. So I... I don't know. I'm the right guy for these. And I also got up on a big stack of war comics. My favorite. My DC war comics. I got a couple Sergeant Rocks. I got some Haunted Tanks. I got some The Losers. I got a couple Grave Diggers. I, I loved them, dude. I'm still reading them. I'll read like one a day. And I spend that time, spend my 15, 20 minutes just reading my uh, my World War II stories. I go all the way through. I read the letter pages. I... I just love it. It's such a nice, relaxing experience. I brought him from this guy, Max, who sells at the flea market. Homie has, homie has tons of comics. He's a cool guy. Really, really, really nice. And he says, he says, hey, man, you better get whatever you want because there's only two weeks left. And I looked at him. And some guy, sometimes guy doesn't look like he's in the best, best health. And I go, hey, man, you, um, you only got two weeks to live? And he looks at me. He's like, no, I'm doing a Comic-Con in two weeks in Berkeley. So I might sell him. I just wanted to let you know. I'm like, oh, okay. And then he grabbed his heart and went, ah, like he was going to have a heart attack. And we both, we both got a laugh out of that. But I was, I was pretty stoked on one of these. I went all the way through and I read the letter page. I, I like to read the letter pages. I don't know. I just, I want the whole thing. I want the whole experience. I look at the ads. I look at everything. And the letter pages are part of it. This is where people would write fan letters in and ask the writers questions or make comments. Have you, have you ever seen a letter from this guy? T.M. Maple. Are any guys familiar with this guy? He was this dude, and I don't know his background. I don't know anything about him, except Homeboy was like, it seemed like seemingly every issue had a letter from this guy, T.M. Maple. Did any of you guys ever notice that? There was also this guy, what's his name? Uncle Elvis. He would always get letters in there, too. This is this is probably a deep cut for you uh, letter page aficionados. But if any of you guys out there recognize the name T.M. Maple or Uncle Elvis... Hit me up on Twitter and I will shout you out on the show because I want to know that I'm not the only guy who read the letter pages so deep that there were dudes they knew by name. Hey, I just sent you an article. Oh yeah? what uh, What's it about? It's about those fools you were talking about. Oh yeah, that's awesome. What did you find out? One of them has a Wikipedia. Should I, should I look at it on the air? Yeah, look at it quick and get to it. The movies. We have to do that Johnny Court feed soon. Alright, thanks a lot. You're the greatest. Okay, Emily out. Man, she is so on the ball today. Let's take a look. T.M. Maple. T.M. Maple was the pseudonym of Jim Burke, a Canadian who wrote more than 3,000 letters 
to comic book letter columns between 1977 and 1994. Burke's letters were quite popular amongst readers as well as editors. His name was initially The Mad Maple, but it was shortened by Tom DeFalco, a Marvel Comics editor, to T.M. Maple. He wrote for a fanzine called The Canuck Stops Here. He he revealed his real name and he then he then passed away in 1994. That's sad. Some people say that the the character of the comic book man in The Simpsons was based upon T.M. Maple. And it also looks like Uncle Elvis is a guy that goes by the name of Elvis Orton and that he he works in a comic store in Connecticut. He's still He's still with us. That's great. Your local comic book dude could be Uncle Elvis himself. That's great. Thank you, Engineer Emily, for that. Mystery solved, man. Let me uh, know if any of that rings true with you, dude. Let me know if you're familiar with T.M. Maple and or Uncle Elvis. Let me know if you ever wrote a letter to a comic, whether it got published or not. I I never have. I always wanted to. I guess, I guess it's not too late. Some of the comics I read do have letter pages now. They They give out a physical address. I should do that. I should look to see if I can get a letter published in a DC comic under the under the name I see robots. Maybe I'll become the new TM Maple. I I sure hope not. Let's move forward into the next segment of the show. It's called At the Movies. We're gonna talk about the Dead Don't Die. Jim Jarmusch's latest. In a moment, at the movies without Ebert, Cisco, or even that dude Roper. But you've got icy robots, so that's something, right? A wild animal. This is really awful. Maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, was it wild animals? So what are you thinking? I'm thinking zombies. What? You know, the undead. Ghouls. You look gorgeous. The Dead Don't Die, 2019. Flesh-eating zombies. Don't joke, it's really, really creepy. The Dead Don't Die is the latest from legendary filmmaker Jim Jarmusch. You might know from uh, Down by Law. You might know him from Stranger Than Paradise. You might know him from Ghost Dog. The Samurai Flick with the RZA soundtrack. Dude... Dude's been around. He did coffee and cigarettes. I I am a fan of his work, and when I heard he was going to do a uh, zombie flick, I was excited to see it. The movie stars Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Tilda Swinton's in it, Chloe Sevigny is in it, all sorts of people. Selena Gomez, the RZA, Tom Waits. It's, you know, an all-star cast of the uh, Jim Jarmusch players. The, The movie takes place in a small town where Bill Murray, Adam Driver... And uh, Chloe Seventy are the police force. They make up the entire thing. And then the uh, the Earth gets tilted off its axis, and a zombie outbreak takes place. I don't know. I don't know how that has anything to do with it, but it's it's as good a reason as any to have a zombie apocalypse. Who knows why these things, why these things ever start? But uh, our three dudes are taxed with uh, defending the town, doing what they have to do to keep everybody safe. You know. That kind of thing. With with all that said, I want to uh, I want to get ahead of this, and I want to say the the purpose of us being here and the purpose of us reviewing movies isn't to say mean things about people. I generally only like to say things that uh, that I consider to be positive. I'll say that something might not be the best thing in the world, but I try to 
I try to see the the best in them, but I I gotta say that after leaving this movie, I kind of sort of felt like The Dead Don't Die may be one of the worst written movies I've ever gone and seen in my life, and I feel I feel super bad saying that because I'm a giant Jim Jarmusch fan, and I didn't think the movie wasn't fun or anything. There's there are some fun things, but the story and some of the things they do during the story they're they're pretty outlandish. This was a this was a weird one. I can't necessarily recommend it if you're a hardcore Jim Jarmusch fan or if you're a fan of like arty movies. You're definitely going to want to see this. I I'd love to hear your impressions of it. But there there are some weird storytelling ideas in here that I that I don't know. The movie had the it had the zombie focus and it had that story, but it seemed like it lacked a like a like a center story overall like there wasn't there wasn't like something going on except for the fact that there were zombies walking around town zombie movies generally have some some kind of like something besides that main plot they always have the uh social commentary and this movie has social commentary but it doesn't it just doesn't have anything going on except there are all of a sudden there are zombies. I I like Bill Murray. I really like Adam Driver. There's something weird about him that I I think is interesting. I'm a fan of Chloe Sevigny. I I think Tom Waits is a very good actor. He's from a uh, next town over from Santa Rosa, Sebastopol. I I think I've said before it's kind of a local pastime to spot Tom Waits. I used to see him a lot more than I do now, but I also used to go downtown a lot more than I uh than I used to, but, um, at any rate, I, I enjoyed all the people that were in it, I thought Danny Glover was in it as well, and I thought that was, I thought that was fun, and I'm not gonna say I had a bad time, the movie's not very long, but I, I don't know, I think that it could have been so much cooler, but still, I, I enjoyed the performance of these, like, charismatic dudes, everybody in the movie is, in some way, like, like an interesting person, you know, it's fun to see the RZA act, and it's always fun to see Bill Murray act, and it's fun to see, it's fun to see Steve Buscemi, he's in it as well, and I don't know, I just, I couldn't go out and recommend this. If you, if you feel like you gotta see everything Jim Jarmusch comes out with, and I know that there are a lot of people that feel that way, if you feel that way, then for sure, go see it, but if you're thinking it's gonna be like, you think it's gonna be like a fun zombie movie or anything, it's not, it's definitely not that, I... I saw a lot of people, like I felt, were probably fooled by the advertising. Because the commercials are kind of funny. It's got, like, zombie things and comedy things and stuff. But, uh, the the actual movie is at its heart. An arty farty Jim Jarmusha joint. And when we were there, there were, like, three or four people who brought their, like, young-ish kids to the movie. There was one person who brought, like, a nine-year-old. Which I thought is crazy, because if you... If you read anything, it says, you know, the movie does have gore. It has all that zombie stuff. But there are always people who want to bring their young kids to horror movies. And I I am just so opposed to that. When I was young, I used to get nightmares anytime I would see anything horror-related. So I, I do not ever want to subject a youth to that, you know. Nightmares are awful when you're a kid. You remember when you're a kid, like, nightmares are the worst because you're young and it's sort of... It's sort of hard to uh, differentiate between what's real and what's not. When you have a nightmare, it really, really sticks in your craw. Now, as an adult, you can just, like, shake this stuff off with no with no worries. Even have a hard time remembering your dreams. But kids' dreams are vivid, man. So do not subject them to uh, zombie movies and things, you know, things like, things of that sort. 
Iceberg. Emily, this is Dr. Jane Walsh. I need you in Cargo Bay 3. Bring them up. Oops, sorry guys. I it doesn't happen too often. They they don't need they don't need us for like emergency things. Yeah, yeah, you guys go. Emily's Emily's waving at me. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Just grab a mop. Do whatever do whatever she says. She's Emily's leaving the uh the booth going to see what uh Jane Walsh, Dr. Walsh wanted. Dr. Walsh runs she runs the undersea base. She used to be in the Canadian Navy. She was a submarine commander. But uh I don't know. The the flick just not it was not what I what I what I hoped it to be. You know, the the family was actually looking forward to this for uh for a while now. 2.0 has reached a point of adulthood where she can choose to come to a movie if she so wishes. If it if it happens to be rated R, there's you know, there's limits, of course. But like a Jim Jarmusch movie, she can she can decide if she wanted to come or not and she came and she was like, Oh my gosh, this was one of the one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life and, and I I don't know, dudes. It was uh not what I wanted. I feel bad. I feel bad uh I'm thinking that. Let's um let's get going, dude. And the good old fashioned source magazine Mike Meter with one being a dud and five being an all time classic. I'm gonna go ahead and give the dead don't die a not so solid two point five mics. Two point five mics. Hello, I see robots. I bet you did not expect to see us. A.B. Silver and Johnny Five, what are you guys doing here? I was just getting ready to head over to do the uh, broadcast deal with you guys. How did you guys even get on the station? What are you What are you doing here? We are here to apprehend you in the name of Johnny Court. What does that even mean, dude? What I mean is this: Johnny, get him. Zap this flesh bag. You bet, A.B. I see robots. I place you under arrest. Take this use come ball. Great job, Johnny. You have knocked him out. I will drag the body to the mini sub. Let's get out of here. Okay, A.B. Silver. You got what you wanted. Oh, hello, Jane Walsh. Now take that piece of trash out of my station. And where are my Johnny coins? Don't worry, the Johnny coins have been transferred to your account at Johnny Bank. Move away, woman. We have important work to do. A.B., let's get out of here. The next day on the set of Johnny Court in lovely Hollywood, Florida. Every day flesh bags everywhere commit crimes. Today though, today they will be brought to justice. Robot justice. Here on Johnny Court. Hello everyone it is me, A.B. Silver the host of America's number one court show. Johnny Court. Where every week we snatch flesh bags off the street and bring them here to face swift justice for their disgusting crimes. Today we have a special flesh bag. It is the one called Icy Robots. Please quiet down. I hate him too. But today he will face his day in court. Icy Robots is being sued by Toys R Us Scotland for stealing their name and making garbage out of it. Let's talk to our Scottish friend about it. Hello AB, I represent Toys R Us Scotland and we are suing Icy Robots for copyright infringement. He has been doing it for years with his terrible podcast. You are right about that. His show is terrible. <laughs> now tell me, what would you like to see happen to Icy Robots? Imprisonment. Death. 
Anything is possible. No, nothing like that. We just want him to stop using our name. The closures in the United States really hurt the brand and we don't need him doing further damage to it. Yes, he is certainly damaging your brand. His show is so bad, it is literally the worst show on the internet. And that covers a lot of ground. Well, I don't know if it's the worst. But it is pretty darn bad. No I am pretty sure it is the worst. Every time that I hear it I get sick to my stomach. That is not the point though. What is the point then my friend? The point is that he does not have our permission to call the show the Toys R Us report. So he should stop. Yes he should stop. But really, he should never have started. I am glad that you have decided to settle your dispute here in Johnny Court. This is going to be great. I wish it did not come to this but it has. My friend I appreciate your kindness. But you must know that I see robots is a fiend. He stole your property and called it his own. Don't worry though. J5 and I will see to it that he pays. With his life if necessary. That seems a bit harsh. I don't support capital punishment. Especially for copyright infringement, the worst I can see is a fine. And even that is a little harsh. I believe he meant well. Let's agree to disagree then. Why don't you take your seat? I can see one of that fiend's criminal cohorts here. I'd like to get a few words with her if I may. Alright then. Let's go easy on the wheel ad. We all make mistakes. I do not. But it is nice of you to be so sympathetic if not, a bit weak as well. You there, I see robot secretary, come here now. I'd like to question you. Abe you piece of trash. Tell me where he is right now or I swear I will kill you where he stand. You had no right to do what you did. You are lucky to even be alive. I wanted to strafe this whole courtroom. And the only thing stopping me was that, I see robots is probably in here somewhere. It is cute when you get angry. Don't worry. He is here and he is safe. I personally gave him some moldy bread and water yesterday. Sure the water had bugs in it but I am sure he will be fine. He likes to drink bugs doesn't he? You maniac. You know full well that people do not like to drink bugs. I demand that you release him right now. This charade has gone on long enough. You have no authority to detain him. I have full authority. I am a sworn-in officer of Johnny Court. I can pretty much do whatever I want as long as I record it for television. I have a question for you. What happened in your life to make you a criminal? Do you have no respect for copyright law? I am no criminal. I produce a show with my friends. He likes to talk about toys and when it was still around he liked. No he loved to go to Toys R Us and tell people what he saw there. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that hut. No you are wrong. You have no right to name your show after something you do not own. Laws are laws and you must respect them. I see robots did not and now he shall pay. I have another question for you. Fine go ahead. What are you going to do with yourself when I see robots is rotting away in Johnny jail for the rest of his life? I imagine you will be sad. Listen you jerk. If you try and keep him any longer me and... Iceberg will break him out. You don't want that to happen. I don't know if you'd survive if that happened. Iceberg. That guy is so silly. 
I heard him say that he was going to beat me up. First of all that is impossible. I am a master of robot Tai Chi and second of all, Iceberg is a loser. <laughs> Tell him to bring it on at his earliest convenience. If you are so tough why wouldn't you let Iceberg in today? He came with me and your goons stopped him at the door and turned him away. It was for his safety. I knew if I let him in he would start something and I would have to knock him out. This isn't the time or place for that. Oh is that right? Abe you are so full of it. You better let me see I see robots now. I'm taking him and we are leaving. Oh, you want to see him? You are in luck. We are about to bring him out now. In chains. Today on Johnny Court we present to you a fiend of the highest order. A man who does not respect the copyrights of others. The defendant. I see robots. Oh my gosh. Are you alright? Have they hurt you? Oh, Emily, I'm so glad you're here. No, don't worry, they haven't hurt me. Just, I've, you know, they've had me. It's, it's okay, don't worry. This, this is gonna be fine. We're gonna, it'll be okay. Maybe you will pay for this. Get paid for this. I get paid very well for this. I get a producer's salary as well as my salary for being an on-air talent. Why do you ask? I didn't ask how much you get paid for this. I said that you will pay for this. Oh, I will pay. I highly doubt that. I am a duly appointed officer of Johnny Court. We have full jurisdiction of this. You have jurisdiction? Jurisdiction over what? Over what? Over everything of course. We are rich. <laughs> Settle down. Johnny Five is on his way. Court is now in session. Here he is. The greatest judge in the world. Also the greatest actor slash cryptocurrency billionaire. The Honorable Johnny Five. Johnny Five, you people are too kind. I am merely here to help save your sorry lives from being so gross. There is no need to cheer. Johnny Five, you are too kind. Of course you deserve the applause. You are a famous star who has come down to earth in the name of justice. You are a hero. I suppose you are right. I do deserve it. Thank you for reminding me. May I tell you about our first case, Your Honor? Yes, if you must. Thank you very much. Our first case of the day is Toys R Us Scotland versus That Lunatic Criminal I See Robots Ugh, that's come back again We can't seem to get away from him can we? Maybe the best thing to do is put him away for life I guess I should hear the case first though Okay, go ahead AB I trust you That is very kind of you he has been doing a stupid lazily put together podcast for years called The Toys R Us Report and he does not even work for them. He is a thief and must be put away forever for the safety of all mankind. I think that sounds reasonable. I do not see how anyone could disagree with that. That is the stupidest thing I have ever heard. Sure he used their copyright but it was meant with all the love in the world. He was Toys R Us's biggest supporter. Ugh, you are here too. I must admit that you are looking pretty hot today. In a sort of thrown together kind of way. What did you say to me? 
If you didn't have my friend in chains I'd snap you in half right now. How dare you talk to me like that? I should have the bailiff throw you in a dungeon for contempt. But I shall show mercy if you meet me later for a drink. The only way that I would get a drink with you around would be at your funeral. Fine. You can't please everyone I suppose. What do you have to say in this sleazebag's defense? I already said it. He meant no harm. And at worst this is a misdemeanor involving a fine. Not life in stony lonesome. Plus this is a TV court show you can't lock people up. You are wrong about that. When you agreed to take your case to Johnny Court you signed off on the fact that you might wind up in Johnny Jail. It's all in the contracts. He never signed a contract. You broke into the embassy base and zapped him with a taser and kidnapped him here. There was no contract. This is a felony kidnapping. Well, be that as it may, if he loses I will lock him up and throw away the key. Settle down. Order in the court. Order in the court. But I agree with you when you cheer. This court is a complete sham. You and all these other fools have already made up your minds. Sure, he used a copyrighted name, but that's hardly a big deal. I mean, is your name even Johnny Five? Isn't that just a role you played twice? Charlton. Stop that right now. My name is not Charlton. It is the Honorable Judge. Johnny Five. I will not stop. This whole thing is a crawl and I call for an immediate mistrial. On what grounds? On what grounds? On the grounds that you are an idiot and this show totally sucks eggs. This is the best show in history. I warn you to remember that. I will place you in contempt if you say so again. Oh also, your motion is denied. No mistrial. Settle down. Order in the court. Order in the court. Robox, do you have anything to say in your defense? Johnny? I do. You must call me the Honorable Judge. Johnny Five. I'm sorry. The, uh, Honorable Judge Johnny Five. I do. I do have something to say in my defense. Then you should go ahead and say it. This is very boring. Honorable Judge Johnny Five, Angus McShay, Toys R Us Scotland, the, the people in, in the audience. When, when I started the Toys R Us report, many years ago I I meant no harm as a matter of fact I meant the opposite I meant only to help Toys R Us I I hoped that in my enthusiasm in my in my love for Toys R Us that by sharing what I saw at the store that maybe people maybe people would listen and maybe they would get my enthusiasm and maybe they would feel my happiness and maybe they would want to go they would want to go to Toys R Us too all I wanted to do was help Toys R Us and if I did anything to do the opposite I am more than sorry and I am ready and ready to accept whatever judgment you pass upon me today that was incredibly lame you all but confessed to the crime you are so stupid I almost feel sorry for you but it is not my job to show mercy to the guilty allow me to hand down my verdict no stop your honor this is wrong the wee laddie only wanted to help. I believe him when he says he did it with love. I would like to say, if he will stop his show I will. Drop the charges. Quiet down now. I am sorry Mr. Lawyer for Toys R Us. You do not have the authority to drop the charges. Charges once placed are like the NWO. They are for life. <laughs> I know that I am funny but please, keep some decorum in my court. What type of court is this? This is Johnny Court and you had best remember it. 
Read your contract, sweetie. I am the judge, the jury and if need be, the executioner, you cannot drop the charges. No wimping out. And after this commercial break I shall render my guilty. I mean I will let you know what the verdict is. We will be back in a second with the verdict. And now from the KTVU Kids Town Newsroom. The Smoke-Free Class of 2000 is a program of the American Lung, Heart, and Cancer Associations. It's designed to inform the first graders of the dangers and hazards of smoking. The aim is to make the Class of 2000 a smoke-free class. Stay healthy with Kids Town. Don't, Don't smoke. smoke. We now return to Johnny Court. All right, for the Honorable Judge, Johnny Five. Hello, I am back. You may be seated. All right, let's get to it. It's obvious. He is totally guilty. This is crazy. Johnny, you are such a goof. So what? You say he's guilty. I say this whole court is a sham. I'm taking him and we are leaving right now. You are going nowhere. You just try and stop me. I have read my verdict and it is the law. Bailiff, put her in irons and drag her away. She is officially in contempt. Right away, sir. You, on the ground with your hands behind your head. You creeps better get back right now. I'm serious. Emily, stop. Just stop. I don't want them to hurt you. I did it. I'm guilty. I just wanna, I just wanna serve my time and get this over with so I can get back to my life as soon as possible. Johnny, go ahead. Go ahead with the sentence. Oh, thank you for giving me permission to go on in my own courthouse. How nice of you. I see robots for the crime of being a thief and an overall jerk. I sentence you to life in Johnny Jail. Settle down. Order in the court. Order in the court. Sadly. The network will only pay for one week per prisoner until we get picked up nationally. So, I sentence you to the maximum allowable, one week in Johnny Jail, and of course, the Toys R Us report is dead. The name must never be uttered again by you or your lackeys. May God have mercy on your soul. Bailiff, take him away too. Johnny Jail. Right away, sir. You, on the ground with your hands behind your head. I see robots. You got what you deserve. I hope you learned something from this. He didn't learn anything. Don't worry, you won't serve a day. Me and Iceberg will break you out. 18 style later today. Emily, Emily, don't do it. I don't want you and Iceberg to get hurt. It's okay, just... Just let me serve my time like a man. J5, what did you want me to learn from all this? I hope that you learned not to mess with... The Honorable Judge Johnny 5. That concludes... Another thrilling episode of Johnny Court, America's number one robot court show. See you next week. The next day at Johnny Jane. I see robots. You have a visitor. Oh, thanks, man. Hey, you guys, you guys just hang here. I'll, I'll be back in a sec. Uh, we'll, we'll finish up when I get back. You can't see robots when we're ready. Emily, hey, man. I'm so glad you came to see me. How how are you doing, dude? That that trial, that was crazy, right? Yeah, it sucked. How are you doing? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. It's not that bad in here. 
Is it safe in there? No, it seems totally safe. It seems totally fine. Me and Iceberg are really worried about you. No, 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 don't worry. It's totally fine. I mean, right now, I was just hanging out with these dudes. What are these guys got thrown in here for slurping soup? But anyway, I was I was hanging out with these guys, and I was showing them uh, some of that karate that you were showing me the other week. That that throat chop and that uh, thrust kick combination. And they're, they're digging it, man. It's okay in here, I guess, you know, for jail. Well, that sounds good, hey. Check it out. Dude, the Commodore OKR transfers back to the moon base. For real? We've been trying to get back there forever. What what made him do it this time? Why? Why? He is afraid you are going to sue him. Sue him for what? Oh man, you haven't heard. You know how all of a sudden J5 and AB were in the Indusy base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were all of a sudden they were there and they, they tased me. Yeah, Dr. Jane Walsh let them in. She did what? What did she do that for? She was paid off in Johnny Corns. Well, th- th- what happened? They saw the whole thing on tape, and they went to get her, but she escaped in a submarine. She's totally on the run. Dude, that's so crazy. Yeah, totally nuts. But it worked out for us, I guess. We get to go back to Callisto. Yeah, we get to go back to Callisto, but we don't, we don't have the show anymore. No, I was thinking about that. We don't have to give up the show. We just can't call it that name anymore. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess you're right about that. What do you, what do you think we should do? What do I think we should do? We should start an all-new pod called The Icy Robots Show. I mean, it was really just about you anyway, right? Emily, that's an awesome idea. You get to work on that, and when I get out of Johnny Jail, we'll begin a new era coming soon. Episode 1 of the IC Robots Show. Though you 